Good morning, John. How are you? <laughs> God damn it. I had a good... This is take two. Take two. For everyone that is now listening, what, what happened before this was John had a great intro, and Albert fucked up by pushing the wrong button. I didn't push the wrong button. I just forgot to push the other button, and only one <laughs> mic was rolling, and yours wasn't. But now it is, so well, do, you, do your great, awesome intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Blue Collar Syndicate Podcast, as Albert sits across me shaking because he doesn't put a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> welcome um, I have a jacket I'm gonna go get it there you go uh, while he grabs a jacket don't forget we'll talk about social medias housekeeping and all that fun stuff Instagram the underscore blue collar underscore syndicate Facebook the blue collar syndicate podcast TikTok blue collar syndicate pod and basically the more you interact with us the more we can do for you you know social media wise and as we continue to not turn on our video cameras, we'll learn how to do that better too. But Albert's trying to figure out this fucking phone. It's gone. Yeah, there we go. I just realized, dude, I look like a poster boy for Halliburton. I haven't worked there for 10 years. Yeah, you do. <laughs> got my Halliburton jacket. There's a Halliburton shirt on the back of my chair. We got a pretty sweet hat, so that's good. I like this hat. I had to clean my other one. It finally got so sweaty and grimy and dirty. I was like, I need to clean this hat. Yeah, I, I like those patches. I, I mean, do. you can't beat embroidery, but the patches are pretty sweet. I really like the patches. When I went with, I started doing patches. They, the person that does it, they have like five different colors. And I was like, well, this is like me being in a candy shop because I don't know which one I want. So let's do three of them. Gotcha. And I liked the black one was definitely one of my favorites. I did another like a dark tan and like a, a light brown. But the black is my favorite because of the silver. So I actually wanted the brown one at first. And I was like, I don't know. I kind of like the black one. And now that I have the black one, I really think it was a good choice. Because I sent you pictures of all of them. Yeah. I also eventually you're going to have to make me exclusive gear. I want green stuff. Green stuff. Green stuff. <laughs> I, I still have zip ups that I can put a logo on You're for still you. supposed to bring me one to try on. I have to find them. <laughs> <laughs> We've done cleaning at the house, so I don't know where they're at. How big is the house, bro? It can't be that hard to find. It's 44 foot long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a big one. but Yeah, it's a big one. I still feel like it's probably not that hard to find. No, it's not. I have a lot of other like long-sleeved hooded shirts not hoodies like i wanted to find almost like the gym long sleeve hooded shirts or something that you could wear outside in the sun for work very lightweight material so i have like five if or six different types of of those as i'm testing to see which ones i like more to go with so those are now blending in with your zip ups that you don't have <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that'll be interesting yeah so this is you know, full disclosure, you guys know we record a couple episodes at once just to keep the schedule rolling. And this is our second recording of the night and we're going to get something going. But we're we're experimenting, I guess, with kind of different formats of how we're doing this podcast. You know, we both had fun on the last one, which is just kind of us shooting the shit and going off on tangents in every which direction. Um, and we should have been recording for the hour we didn't record, but. We, we should. figured we would have been canceled before we were something to cancel. Or 
we would have had some very angry text messages when the episode got released because we had a few names in there. Yeah. Uh, so so maybe we'll figure out how to work around those issues in our future. Yeah, because that was there was some good content there. There was some good shit that probably a lot of people here think about, talk about. Experienced. Ha- have relative same issues with just different names. Um, But I figured on this episode, I think it'd be kind of cool. I've talked about my diary of ideas on the old iPhone. So I was, I'm looking at it right now, mm-hmm. and I swiped up to to close it out. And the one thing <laughs> that caught my attention because of just what I was looking at was the Kanye Hitler thing and Yee Juice. And I was oh. like, what the fuck am I reading? <laughs> oh, Kanye Hitler thing. Um, Let me scroll to that one. Maybe, that one caught my attention right away. <laughs> <laughs> so my note says, Kanye Hitler thing, Daily Wire news bias, ye Jews, just communication problem like blue collar miscommunication issues, Tim Cast walk off, all big media missing big point, simple problem. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how my notes work. Um, that actually came, I listened to a podcast called Tim Cast. He is a guy who used to be, uh, he used to write news for Vice. So he's kind of left of center. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's discovering the whole, uh, what would you call it? The whole problem of how I talked about on the other, another episode where Elon Musk explained that he was always left of center, but left moves more left. Oh. And it makes him look more center he's, or more right. He's kind of experiencing the move. Yeah. So I think he's seeing that. He realizes it. Yeah. TimCast is actually a really great podcast. I recommend a lot of people listen to it. So what they do on TimCast, um, they just bring on other people, celebrities. Like I mentioned to you, they had the lead singer of uh, All That Remains On, I think. Phil, yeah. Yeah, they like had Phil. Phil on, who was very actually thoughtful and insightful. You know, if you guys think metal bands are just a bunch of dummies you hear that guy talking because right. he's he served in the military as well if i'm not mistaken he, i don't remember what branch he was super interesting to listen to okay um but yeah they bring guys like that on you know they bring politicians on they bring they brought kanye west on they bring on all kinds of people left right center if they'll, if they'll accept the invite he'll have them on their show so what they do is they kind of go through the news like i talked about on the last episode they go through the news pull a headline like whatever and then they talk about it with four or five guests get everyone's opinion on it yeah they kind of talk about it because they have a guy called uh his name's luke on there and he's from we are change and he was one of the guys that was on the uh occupy wall street protests he's had a long weird career uh been a news guy for a while if you ever follow get kind of deep into it like i do from time to time you'll know who he is um, but yeah, so Tim cast, that's what they do. They bring on people, politicians, celebrities, band members, all kinds of shit. And they're, they're actually doing something really cool. And they just talk about current news stories. Okay. So it's, it's a good listen, especially if you kind of want to hear the news, but not be preached at kind of vibe. You know what I mean? But they had Kanye West on, he made it 28 minutes and then walked off. And when he brought Kanye, he also brought some other weird guy. And then he brought on Milo Yiannopoulos, who 
If you don't know, Milo was the guy who was super pro Trump, but he was a gay guy. Is and, he? Is he? He's he's bald, isn't he? I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I don't know too much about him except for like he was he was gay and for Trump. Super in the news. He's a super flamboyant guy, and then now he claims he's not gay. <laughs> and Milo, what? Yiannopoulos. Okay. I just want to get a face to his name. He uh. He was on there with, I mean, we say Kanye West, but I guess he just goes by Ye now. Yeet. Yeet. Uh, he was on there, and like you guys know, if you follow any type of social media, Ye's being canceled left and right. There's a bunch of drama behind Kanye. What I found interesting was a lot of things, actually. First of all, he only made it 28 minutes on TimCast. TimCast is very good at being pretty neutral, central ground letting people say their their piece. Like mm-hmm. I said, they'll have far right guys on and they are not a far right. They're not Ben Shapiro. But they'll have people like Ben Shapiro on and, okay. and just talk, you know, and debate very cordial debates, you know, debate ideas. It's a good I really recommend people listen to it. Um so they had Kanye on and they wanted to talk about a lot of things that's went on in Kanye's life. And this was when he was going through first being most recently canceled. And they kind of told him, like, dude, we don't want to go down this whole road about what you said about Jews and all that. We want to talk about how you were kind of like your divorce with Kim, some of that drama with your kids. We want to talk about, you know, people don't understand what you're saying because you kind of rant a lot. This is Kanye. He rants a lot. Yeah. And it's hard to understand what the fuck he's trying to, what message he's trying to put out. But there was a point in time in Ye's life where he was, managed by this doctor guy who was the MK Ultra version in Canada. Do you know what MK Ultra is? Mortal Kombat? <laughs> no. MK, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> MK Ultra was actually like an official operation by the government where okay. they were like dosing dudes with acid, putting them with hookers and observing how they acted with hookers on acid. Bro, that's like that fucking movie. Well, they also this is the whole crazy conspiracy thing with Mar- uh, not Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson. Okay. Charles Manson was part of MK Ultra, and if you listen to Charles Manson's whole life story, there's a lot of weird shit that went on in his life where he would get arrested and then just be released, and no one could figure out why. It turns out he was part of this whole sci- uh, government operation called MK Ultra, where they were the ones giving him acid and kind of observing how he controlled these other his little fucking minions. Hmm. There's so much to go into about that, but I don't dare want to touch it because I just listen to it. <laughs> I'm not interested. I mean, it's intriguing, but I don't research it myself. Okay. But anyway, so Kanye was managed by this dude who was like the MK ultra version in Canada. And he was the one when Kanye got real fat, he had him on all these medications. And if everyone knows the drama behind giving people who have manic episodes, medication there's a lot of shit show that goes on there sometimes that medication makes you worse sometimes it makes you you know just a mummy just drooling out of your mouth um that's what kanye claimed happened to him is they figured out this concoction to kind of just make him stupid just kind of mellow him just make him controllable and he doesn't want to be controlled so that's what they say they want to talk about they want to talk about that type of stuff but Kanye made it about two minutes and he goes into his rant about 
Jews. And what I'll say about that is, from what I've listened to, it, <laughs> it's a crazy subject. Because I'll also tell you at the end of this story, Kanye goes on Alex Jones, and Alex Jones ends up being the voice of reason. Okay. <laughs> that's that's good, quite the... That says enough. <laughs> but, so, when I took that note, it was actually talking about... So, I've like I talked about when I was dogging on the movies for Daily Wire, mm-hmm. I subscribed to Daily Wire. They were supposed to be a, you know... They were forward about being a right-leaning network. They obviously are. I find myself right of center on many subjects, so I wanted to find news that was honest. And if you're going to be honest and right-wing, at least you're honestly right-wing. So I don't expect to get the whole perspective. I expect to get the right-leaning perspective. And they wrote this article, and they, it was a headline from Kanye that said, uh, I love Hitler. And that's what they left the end of the quote as. Wrote this whole article about Kanye loving Hitler. And then I go listen to the whole clip of where he actually said that. And he does say, I love Hitler. But he's actually trying to make this point. And I don't know if it's a valid point, but my whole problem was the news taking a three, three words and then end quote. And not the whole paragraph of what he was ranting about. Okay. And they do that to everybody. The left does Well, I mean, it's, it's an, inten- a, a, an attention grabber. Exactly. I mean, if you're scrolling, it says, Kanye says, I love Hitler. You're going to be like, what the fuck? And that's click wh- on it. Yeah, well, that's the problem with headlines, right? But yeah. the problem is I read the whole article, and that's what they stuck with. They okay. didn't ever, ever go into the rest of what he said. Okay. So I went and seeked it out, found the clip, and I don't know if I agree or disagree, but what he actually said is, I love all people. I love Hitler. Even Hitler did good things. Hitler invented the microphone, which we all use today. We're using it right now. We're using it right now. And so what he was trying to do is make this bigger point about how even bad people do good things. Okay. That was kind of the, the point he was trying to get to. It, when, a very when, far direction, but I understand the point. The, the ball's bouncing all over the place when he talks. Yeah. Because he can't, like he says what he's thinking and he's, obviously thinking a million things at once. Yeah. So it comes out. But I, I understood what he was trying to get to, which was even bad people do good things. So I wasn't, I, I don't really care much what Kanye says. Okay. Uh, he doesn't control my life. He's not part of my life. He doesn't affect me. But I, I was irritated how the news did it. And it okay. was just a prime example of a network like Daily Wire who says they're going to be better than CNN and they do the same fucking shit CNN does. CNN, they're on the left, they do the same thing. They, they take a three-word quote, make a whole article about it, and then you, that's what you think the guy said. So Kanye's whole beef is supposedly he's had these few group of managers that have fucked him over throughout his life, and he sums them up as calling them the Jews. And people are taking issue with that because I think what Kanye doesn't understand is when he says that, other people are assuming what he means is all shitty people are Jews. Okay. And I don't, and what other people don't understand is he's just saying that these five shitty people have are Jews. Like, like there's a disconnect on both ends. Okay. Like, like, like is he using Jews as like a, 
He just says it. Were it's, like a bad way, or are they are they like legit Jews? No, he said the Jewish. Jews. The Jews control the media. Okay, and everyone. So he's just using it as a term. Yeah, he's using it as a names. term, and everyone has an issue with it. And then, as he rightfully pointed out, how come you can say like the black vote? Yeah, you know, you can group black people all together with the word black, or white people with all the word white, but you can't group Jews together because of the Holocaust. And he's also pointed out, which I have no opinion on this. I I have a slight opinion on it, but not not too, not as determined as his is like he says things like history's been rewritten a million times and we all know it has been so it does raise question like he says not as many jews died in the holocaust as what school teaches us and people are trying to say you're just a holocaust denier and i don't i could be wrong i don't think he's a holocaust denier i think he's just exaggerating the truth of history books have been rewritten more than once and we don't always get taught the whole truth Okay. You know, in school, here's an example. In school, when they teach us about the Civil War, they say Abe Lincoln wanted to free all the slaves. He was this great guy. They forget to tell you the part where he also planned to send all the slaves back to Africa once he freed them. Like, that is true. That is a fact. He had intentions of doing something like that. They don't teach that little ending part in school. They're making the hero that they want to make by rewriting books or just leaving out, leaving facts out. I would say... I still think he'd come across as a hero. I just think they're curating it okay. a little too much. And I think that's all Kanye's trying to say. I don't think he's trying to say the Holocaust didn't happen. Yeah. I just think he's trying to say everyone focuses on only on all the Jewish people that were tortured and murdered, which is sad and horrible. It, it happened. But there was a lot of just Polish people that were just Polish Christians, but, but they were Polish and were tortured and murdered as well. And there's no... Nothing, no, hardly attention brought to that. Okay. I think that's the subtle point he's trying to make, but he has a very bad way of saying it. Okay. And that's why I wrote that note is it was just, I think the big disconnect is he doesn't understand that when he says that people are assuming what he's saying is all shitty people are Jews. What, and I don't think people understand what he's saying is these five shitty people are Jewish and they are. So I'm just calling them what they are. They're Jewish. If you have a problem with that, the Jewish community should go take it up with these other Jews. Okay. I think that's what he's trying to say. I could be ass fucking wrong. I, I really don't know. <laughs> but that's just the way I took the story because of how the, the company wrote the article. I was just like, really? You take a three-word phrase and you write an entire article about it? Yeah, this day Kanye sat down with these people and they had a conversation about this. It went like this and he said, I love Hitler. End of story. Exactly. That's pretty much how you could have made that story. That's what it took them five paragraphs to say. Okay. When really, I think it should have said kind of what I, ju- I just tried to explain. Maybe not so great, but, you know. You know, there was many topics covered, but he this said a lot of shit. stuck. And, and the crazy part was Alec Jones is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think you mean I love Hitler. And Connie's like, no, I do love Hitler. I'm a Christian. I love all people. And if I love all people, I have to love the bad people too. And then you got to start to wonder, is, is he right or is he wrong? Because Christian people do say they love everyone. Like, I, I don't know. I'm oh, not a snap. Christian person. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking tell you what to do. But I'm just saying from my more or less middle ground, looking at what he said, I'm like, if he's saying what I think he's saying, it's not that bad. Now, maybe I'm thinking too hard and he is just saying he hates Jews and he's a douchebag for saying that. But I don't think that's what he's trying to say. Okay. I think he's just saying 
Here's the fact. There's five guys that screwed me over, and they're all Jewish, so I'm calling them Jews. And everybody wants him to say sorry for it, but he's like, but they're Jewish. Why should I say sorry? They are Jews. Okay. And I'm like... I mean, when you, when he makes the comparison for the black vote and, you know, lumping everyone together for their skin color, I mean, he makes a good point there. Why can, why can you not say, you know, these guys are Jews, but yet you can be like, yeah, we title everyone the, this, this black person. The point that came across to me is like when you say blacks are killing blacks, right? You're grouping blacks together. Yeah. But it's not all black people out killing all black people. No. It's just a handful of shitty ones doing that. Yeah, that's one, like, you know, every couple of years when they make, well, it's hard to say. When when the media tries to make shootings the worst thing possible, like, how many shootings were did they talk about last year? A zillion. Okay, well, I guess I don't pay attention enough. <laughs> but they they bring skin color or religion or background or ethnics into everything to label and identify these people when they can just say two ma- two males from well, Chicago shot each other. Here's what here's what you're seeing. That that you're seeing that. But that's the problem. In my full disclaimer, this is my opinion. When I watch the news and whether it's Daily Wire, CNN, or just like the Apple News, which is a variety of a bunch of news networks. When I read headlines, I always find it funny that you see white officer killed black suspect. They always make that distinction. But then you'll find a story that says officer killed unarmed man. And then you find out that was a black officer who killed a white man. Like They never oh, say really? it that way. I never see it that way. And granted, like I said, full disclaimer, I don't consume everything. I've tried to distance myself from news and stuff a lot. Yeah. But even like, you know, like that Timcast network, who's very neutral, if anything, they're left of center. And they always point that out as well. They're like, hey, why does every news network do this? Or in Chicago, you see, you see just terms like gang violence. You see this and that. But you never hear, um, like, let's say a black guy is a suspect of something. They just say the suspect. Mm-hmm. But when a white guy is a suspect of hurting a black person, it's the white suspect. Yeah, there's a definite. They try to vilify somebody on main on mainstream media. There's definitely a one sided. Um, there's definitely a one sided narrative they like to push okay and we see that whether it's race relations you know lgbtq community we always see it you all sex everything yeah men women yeah you always see men hit woman you never hear woman hit man you just hear domestic violence or you do and then everyone praises the woman (laughs) or that that could happen too (laughs) but no like i i always find it funny you know especially when i talk about chicago it's always gang violence or 25 people killed but they never want to say by what people mm-hmm. but, but what is, does it really matter i think it does why because you have to bring in some accountability to everyone i believe police officers need accountability for being shitty when they're okay. shitty well yeah so police officer shoots suspect yep 
and I think police officers need to be vilified when they deserve to be vilified. So you're yeah you. But I also think when you have a place like Chicago, where fifty people are murdered or shot, whether it's gang violence, you know, you always hear the stories: some little baby shot by a stray bullet on a drive-by, mm-hmm. some horrible shit like that. They need to call out who did it, and if it was a black person that did it, they need to say this black gang member, because then the black community can go to their own community and say, hey, guys, quit doing this shit to ourselves. Okay. Because not every black guy who dies is killed by a black guy. Not every black guy who dies is killed by a white guy either. But if you listen to the news, they really want to push. They only want to push it when a white guy does it to a black guy. They're always pitting us against each other, and there's no need for it. Yeah. No, I I agree that there's no need to. Well, like I said, in in our blue collar world on a job site, there's everybody of every color. Oh yeah, every background. We're all the yeah, yeah. We're all the same on the job site. It don't matter. Fuck yeah. But when you listen to the news, it's always just pitting us against each other. And I still think one of my favorite things is when my buddy, you know, we would talk about like the news or whatever, something crazy would happen. Man, you fucking white people. Exactly. And I just laugh (laughs) like. He's he's not with me. No, and that's that's how we are, and that's part of the bigger problem is just the disconnect, and they don't realize when news places do this stuff, they create animosity, and a lot of it is unjust animosity. Mm-hmm. Like I think, from the little bit I've seen, and I could be uneducated, un uneducated or ignorant to the fact, but I think they're they're unjustly making a lot of people have more animosity to Kanye than what's deserved. Okay, I don't know what to say when a guy says. These five guys screwed me over, and all five of them are Jewish, so I called them Jews. How do I argue that that's wrong if that's factually correct? True. That's my problem, and that's why I'm like, I'm not going to hate Kanye because of this article and what it said. Until I hear something come out of his mouth that I'm like, now that's fucked up. Mm -hmm. That gives me a reason to say, fuck, yay. And that's the same problem I see with all of it. Like I said, the whole... You know, pitting blacks and whites against each other. They always, they always say that shit. You know, you always see the stats every year. You know, 50 unarmed black men killed by police. You never see the stat every year that shows, uh, the, what is it, 80 plus percent of people killed by police are white. Police yep. kill yep. more white people than anyone else in this country. Yeah, I had to think about it for a second, but yes. You never see a news company point that out. No. CNN will never run a headline that says that. Fox will never run a headline that says that because they're scared of blacklash. Like, and that's a thing. And I didn't fuck up and say blacklash instead of backlash. I mean it. Like, Fox is scared that they're going to come across racist for stating the facts. Mm-hmm. And they're afraid of blacklash, which is where they're going to have a bunch of black people do what news does to everyone else. They're going to take a snippet and create a bunch of animosity over it. And it's fucking stupid. Everybody needs to be honest with everyone. Like I've talked about before, the, uh, when Derek Chauvin killed, um, the black guy in Chicago, what was his name? I don't even know. George Floyd. Sorry guys. Oh, George Floyd. When George Floyd died, there was a lot of bullshit around that for months and months and months and months and months. And when I finally actually seen the whole video, not just five seconds of it. The 15-minute video? Yeah, when I seen the entire video, what I seen was a shitty cop doing shitty work to a shitty dude. 
I didn't see a cop that was like, let me go kill a black guy. And I didn't see, you know, a school teacher unjustly being subdued. Mm -hmm. I seen a shitty dude being subdued by a shitty cop. And if you were to let me decide what kind of pun, I think Derek Chauvin should have got manslaughter, not murder. I don't think he set out and said, I'm going to kill George Floyd. Yeah. I think he was shitty at his fucking job. And he didn't, he didn't deploy the right, the right, the right reason, the right methods, the right methods to subdue a shitty criminal because George Floyd was a criminal and there's no denying that. But the news always just wants to tell you he was an innocent. He was not innocent. He was on drugs. He was doing bad shit when it all went down. I don't know if the drugs killed him. I don't know if the cop killed him, but I know he died at the cop's hands. The cop is not. I don't think by any means the cop should have just been, you know, put back to work the next day with no punishment. But I don't think it was murder. Murder is when you intend to kill someone specifically. I think it was manslaughter. And whatever the punishment for manslaughter is, is what he should get. I don't think he ever should have been convicted of murder. I don't know the differences in those. So, yeah. So manslaughter is. um, Unintentional. There's two manslaughters. You can have intentional or unintentional. Okay. So manslaughter is basically like you mean to hurt someone but not kill him. Manslaughter is when you're at a bar, you get in a mutual physical fight, and the guy hits his head on the way down and dies. Oh. You didn't say, let me kill this guy. You said, let me punch him in the mouth. Like million-dollar baby status where yeah. she fell down and s- cracked her neck on the exactly. s- seat. That's what manslaughter is. Okay. Manslaughter is, you know, I did mean to hurt him, but I definitely didn't say, let me kill this person. Yeah, okay. And I think, I think that's what he did. I think he meant to hurt him. I think he meant to subdue him. I just think he's really shitty at his fucking job. And police, obviously, a lot of police probably need more and better training. You know, if you took a jujitsu guy, like you hear this from all the big, you know, military celebrities, stuff like that. They're always saying, you don't need to defund cops. You need to train them. Take the military. Military spends 95% of their time training, 5% of their time doing the job. Yeah, that's That's very true. That's what cops need to be. Because cops, a lot of cops... They only have to go practice shooting their gun once a year. They only have to do a physical when they're hired. That's why you always see these fat fuck of a cops who can't do their job. Because mm-hmm. they, they passed a, their physical 20 years ago, but that was, you know, 80,000 donuts ago, and now they can't run down the street and help anyone. We had a, a gentleman that I worked together for a few years. We're good friends. He's, he's a, older than me. He's 60 or so years old, 50, 60. And he was a SWAT cop, and he did undercover work in, like, in Oklahoma and Dallas. And he was telling me, you know, like your yearly trainings or physical, you know, requirements that you have to meet to continue to stay on the force or at least on the SWAT team he was on. You know, you have to be able to run X amount of miles in, in X amount of minutes. So and it was a team thing. So if you had the fastest people that could run it, you know, and shave a, a minute off of the time, you can use that minute for the slowest person. Exactly. So they would run their asses off. Because they knew the slowest person wasn't going to make it, so that way they can make up time and help out the slower guy. But at the same time, that slow guy, he was probably the he was the front of the line, like the door breaker, where he had a big body and all the momentum to crash through a door. So, but on your point, with more training, I do agree because that is a good comparison for military. Like after listening to Matt Best's book, dude, how much of their time is spent training? Oh yeah constant training and it's beaten into their brains for training and all this and that but yet you go through academy 
you pass these tests and then you're just released for X amount of years until you retire. The majority of major police forces, you go through your schooling to become a cop. There's no requirements. You don't, you know, back in the day, you might need a four year degree or all this, these mini requirements. Nowadays, any Joe schmuck can go apply to be a cop. He goes through his cadet school. As long as you pass everything from then, a lot of police forces have no continual training after your initial training. Okay. And how stupid is that? How much training do we get as blue-collar guys in the oil field? Oh, You take classes and training and CPR and all this crap every year. CPR every two years. If you do MSHA, that's a 24-hour onboarding course. And then every 365 days, every year, you have to do a 10-hour refresher. Yeah, but it's continual. Yeah. A lot of these major police forces, once you're hired, that's it. Yeah. That's why when they're hired on, they look like these football player studs. Ten years later, they're just sitting at their desk chomping on donuts, and if you need help, they can't even run to help you, hmm. let alone run and catch a bad guy. <laughs> That's what a lot of people don't forget. You see these cops, and you're like, you can't even catch a bad guy. What I see is a guy who can't help my wife being you know, assaulted by some dude yeah. in a parking lot, and he's on the other side of the fucking parking lot. I see a cop who's supposed to be able to go help her who... His fat fucking ass can't make it halfway across the parking lot before he's got to stop and take a break. Like That's what pisses me off. And that's what I see with the training issues. You know, I heard a guy say that uh, he thinks all cops should be at least a purple belt in jujitsu. And there's been the other guy he's talking to pushed back on that a little bit and said, you know, I don't think you should have a belt requirement, but you should. They need to take all these great jujitsu guys, these great MMA fighters, and they need to put together techniques and courses and strategies and everybody should have to do those you know two or three times a year minimum yeah refresher courses on how to i mean some of these guys they get to carry a gun they only had to prove they had to knew how to shoot that gun one time and then they get to carry a gun for the rest of their lives that's why you see these cops in a panic unloading 17 18 rounds into the wrong person and you always hear these defenses like you shoot till the threat is down it's like, I think it's fucking stupid when you have a dude inside of a car and eight cops plug a hundred rounds into this car and then they find out they had the wrong guy. Yeah. Or this guy had a pistol. I'm not saying you shouldn't shoot at that guy, but I don't want to see a cop that needs 18 rounds to hit the threat. I'm not saying you need to be, you know, Chris Kyle about it. Mm-hmm. But when it takes you 18 shots just to hit once, I don't think you should be legally allowed to drive around with a gun and tell me what to do. I mean, we have a, a mutual friend that wanted to go into the force and dude doesn't own a gun that I'm aware of and he's never even shot a gun. So yeah, you should definitely be able to have very good gun discipline and marksman's ability. Oh yeah. And not spray and pray. Yeah, there just needs to be, man, this subject's so deep. Because as we talked about all this, I just started thinking about the Uvalde thing, and that was a fucking disgusting shit show. There's a guy that does a podcast called, uh, let me look it up real quick. He does a podcast, he's an ex-military guy. He spent most of his life in the military, and then his post-military career was all training SWAT and police forces and all this. He okay. is not uneducated by any means. So, yeah, he lives and breathes this Mike stuff. Force podcast. That's who it is. Um, 
he got a lot of backlash because he released a episode analyzing the Uvalde shooting minute by minute. And is, well, I don't know what that shooting is. The Uvalde one? No. That's when that fucking crazy kid in Texas shot all those little kids at the elementary school. Okay. You are so disconnected. I'm very disconnected. That was a big deal, dude. He killed... I remember there was a shooting in Midland, Odessa area. There was a shooting at a church, but then someone had a gun at the church. That was like three years ago, dude. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm way out of it. I know there was a shooting recently down in Colorado Springs at a club. Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, I, I don't... So the Uvalde no. one was a school shooting. This crazy kid, like 18 years old, went and shot like 20 or 30 little kids at okay. elementary school. It's a fucking shit show. While he's in a classroom barricaded, he killed these two teachers. He's killing these little kids. There's an entire police force in the hallway waiting. Just waiting for him to come out? Or what? Uh, who knows? They were so unorganized. There was like a hundred and something police on the scene. And they never entered the room until they were, it was like 49 minutes before anyone made entry. Okay, after you're talking about this, this sounds familiar. Because I remember hearing a lot about how but, the cops never entered the and building. And there was a border patrol guy who showed up and his wife was one of the people shot. Okay. He was the one to actually make first entry. Okay. Dude, it was a shit show. And it was disgusting on a multitude of levels. It was disgusting because this particular police force just took active shooter training the week before. Oh, God. And they did nothing. They sat on site for almost an hour before they did anything. Border Patrol is the one who did the most of the work. Border tr- Patrol showed up because this is only like 20 minutes from the border. Mm-hmm. Um. He was in this classroom shooting kids, and he was still shooting as there was a hallway full of agents waiting. And the whole, like, why everyone's discussed is how many people could you have saved? Yeah, you could have saved an entire classroom. Well, they're trying to say they weren't dead. He was just shooting shots. You don't know that. And because you don't know that, you should have never just been standing idle waiting in the hallway. You can never assume something. That was this guy's analyzation of it, more or less. It's a good podcast. You go listen to the whole thing. It's a good thing to listen to because he's speaking from experience as a military guy who did lots of time overseas and a guy who spent a lot of time training SWAT forces, tactical forces, special forces. Like he's not, he's not like me and just some truck driver speaking out of turn. He knows his shit. Just from listening to what you've talked, you're talked about so far about the school and this, this guy. I've listened to one book by Jocko, and he talks about all of his time's training. Yeah, he's good to, friends with and Jocko. How to too. like adapt in different scenarios. So, after after listening to that book by Jocko, it's, I I can kind of see what's happening. Yeah. So there was just a breakdown in communication. There was no leader on the scene of that shooting. It was a shit show, and it was disgusting. And the reason it was disgusting, a mom found out about the shooting over the news because it got blasted all over the news and social media. There's an active shooter. And the school never called? No, the school was in lockdown. It well, was a they shit have show. automated messaging, no, right? Here's the whole thing. Okay. I don't give a fuck about the school's bullshit automated messaging. While the cops are there not making entry, this mom ran, broke the police barricade, ran into the school and drug her kids out while the what? cops were standing in a hallway scared. What? Yes. Now, granted, these kids weren't in the same classroom that the shooter was in. But a, but this, a, this is a how, civilian got into the school. This is how disorganized it was. While they're holding their line in the hallway, letting this guy, you know, kill more kids, 
this mom had to go in there and drag her kids out because during an active shooting that police are supposed to have full control over. Exactly. They did not have control. This over. This is it. how much of a mess that situation was. Oh my fuck. It was bad. And it, it was a complete failure by the police force. And this is, he does this full anal- analyzation on it minute by minute because there's, uh, chest cameras, audio recordings, and he goes through it and talks about why it was a shit show and why it was a failure. Because if you listen to the police force and their news releases, it was a tragic situation. And he goes, no, this was a failure. This is a fucking failure. Yeah. And he, what I liked about it is he also talked about how it was a failure on more than just the police force. Because, like, you know they're going to tell you not to do this as a parent. But if I came home and there's an active shooting at my kid's school, I am going there like John fucking Rambo, regardless of what anybody says. Oh, yeah. Fuck. And I don't care if you're wearing a badge and you're getting in my way or not. You're not getting in my way. I don't way. see how more adults don't do that. And that was his whole point was there was adults doing that, like that mom. She yeah. said, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Shoot me. What are you going to do? Arrest me? And they did. There was other parents they arrested for trying to get into the school because they're in there doing nothing. His whole point was this is a bigger problem. Not just as the police department not working as a department. He goes, how the fuck can you be a, a, a conscious police officer and listen to your boss who's telling you not to go in as this guy's still shooting? Yeah. Any, you took that job. That job comes with a risk factor. Mm-hmm. And part of that risk factor is you're going to protect people. At and you your, might die at your cost. Yeah, and that was what he pointed out. This is a bigger problem. This isn't just one shitty police force who couldn't do their fucking job. There was a hundred and something police officers there. He goes, if I was a police officer there, and that stupid ignorant fuck was telling me to stand back, shoot me. I'm going in. Mm-hmm. It's Jocko made the same point in his book where no one made the call to do the right thing, and he said, "Fuck this, I'm making the call." And that was right his thing. point. How could each individual officer in that school at that time during those 49 minutes or whatever it was not consciously make that decision on their goddamn oh my god that was his thing and he was like there the the first border patrol guy who showed up he went to do it and a bunch of cops tackled him and drug him back for making entry and then he also stood back and waited and listened to command and that was his point too is he goes that guy was making the right decision he goes if i went there and they tackled me and pulled me back as soon as they let go i'm going back again yeah i'm not listening to bullshit because there's a classroom, and you hear sh- gunshots going off. I don't give a fuck. We're going in. And every and he goes, that's what we train them to do. He goes, that's what pisses me off as a person who trains these police forces and these tactical teams. He goes, we train when there's shooting, you go in. I don't care if there's one of you or ten of you. You are making entry instantly. Yeah. He goes, if there's two of you, one of you is breaking the door. The other one's clearing left. You're clearing center. He goes, that is how this shit works. He goes, the fact that there was 100 guys there not doing what I know I've trained them to do is disgusting. Yeah, because every bu- like as, as shitty as it sounds, every bullet you hear, you need to think that's one dead person. Exactly. That's why he said, we train these guys. He goes, I, my company is pay- paid to train SWAT and tactical response teams. And he goes, we don't train to stand in the hallway when there's active shooting. Yeah. We train that if there's one or... If, if there's one of you or three of you, it doesn't matter. You're making entry. And you have to understand by taking this job, you also take that risk. Mm-hmm. And because you've took this job, you've assumed the risk. And now we're telling you this is how the training works. There's an active shooting. You're making entry. It's the same problem they had in the Parkland shooting in Florida. 
that cop stood out the door for like an hour. How many more kids died because he didn't make entry? He goes, I don't care if you think you're going to get shot. You're going to go in and you're going to try not to get shot and stop the shooter. And if you get shot, then you made your, yeah, sac- your job because you, 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 you sacrifice. It's tragic. You die on the job. He goes, if you don't like those terms, you shouldn't be a police officer. Yeah. And I agree was, with that. That was his takeaway from the whole thing is he's like, this is a department failure from leadership down. This is also an individual. Like he thinks you should go down there and fire every single police officer. Yeah, that's that an force. individual ownership. He goes, issue. I don't care if that guy says I didn't make entry because my superior told me. He says, like a lot of guys are using that defense saying, I don't, I shouldn't lose my job. I was just doing what I was ordered to. He goes, no, your first and foremost oath is to serve and protect. Mm-hmm. Your second priority is to do what you're told. You failed on the first one. Yeah. You can't use the second one as a defense now. And that was kind of where he came from. And like, I, I appreciated it, you know, and it, it was, it's especially helpful to hear a whole analyzation because he doesn't just give his opinion. Like he's not like me and you just giving our opinion, talking a story through. Yeah. He breaks it down from he broke decades it down of experience. Minute by minute, tactical errors, professional errors. Then he tells his opinion. Okay. You know? So it, it's a good listen. And he got a lot of backlash from the community because a lot of communities say, you know, always respect the police. And he goes, I can't right now. I cannot respect a single officer who was on that fucking scene. Yeah. He goes, I know with my training, I would have went in. And he goes, and I know any other parent with no training would have been more brave than all hundred and something of those police officers that day. Oh, yeah. Like, that, I'm saying, I have no professional training. Like... Yeah, but if, if there's an active shooter, you're grabbing you're grabbing arms and you're going to the school. That's what I'm saying. I'm going in there like John fucking Rambo. Yeah. I don't care how stupid I am or how stupid I look. You know, but you're not stopping me. No. My fucking kid's in there. Exactly. And that's the same mentality police officers are supposed to have in that position, and none of them did. But Ugh. anyway, <laughs> that's my whole problem with that whole situation. Okay. It's that microcosm of taking three little words quoting it, making an article, not listening to the whole picture. It's that microcosm of not calling it for what it is. You know, people not saying that, hey, the black community is out there shooting the black community and you guys need to... I mean, there might be a billion reasons why that's happening, but there needs to be self-accountability by your community. You know, your black community needs to go to your black community and say, quit doing this shit to each other, guys. You know, the white community, we need to go to all our maybe a little too racist white friends and tell them, dude, quit that shit. It's stupid. It, it falls back on one of our most recent episodes that we talked about. Should you be happy for your friends? You should hold your friends accountable at the same time. Hold, hold, your, hold your brothers, your neighbors, and sisters accountable. If you got a buddy who's like, likes to make a bunch of racist jokes, likes to just be a little shitty about shit, it's okay to laugh if... Like we talked about in that episode, and that guy just looked at you and said, fucking white people. To, to go off of that real quick, there was another gentleman. He was from Louisiana, and we were drinking one night, and I asked him. I was like, so, I want an honest answer from you. What is the worst thing that you could call me? And he's like, I'd call you, like, th- he's, it would take a lot for me to say this, but I would call you a saltine. <laughs> and your reaction was uh, the exact same thing I got. I started it? fucking laughing. That's all you got? I was like, dude, if you call me that. I'm I'm gonna laugh my ass off. I was like, I'm going to know that you're mad, but that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite ones is the one of the black fellows I used to work with, and the one I told the story before, where we like to just be 
overtly racist with each other out of a hundred percent comedy reasons. Uh, he was feeding me black jokes about black people that were hilarious. Okay. And it was funny. And so I was giving him all my black people jokes and he was like, that's a good one. That one sucks. That one's a good one. Like, (laughs) you know, grading them kind of. I was like, give me a white person joke. He's like, you're gonna have to tell me more jokes before I give you a white person joke. He made me wait all day. And this is the joke he gives me. After hours of me just feeding, you know, rude racist jokes. Before you tell me the joke, I, I, this, this tells me that there are white people jokes. Because my, my, one of my black friends, he would send me jokes as well. I was like, all right, give me a white person joke. Because I don't know any. And he's like, fuck, I don't know any either. So I started <laughs> Googling white people jokes. They suck. Most of them suck. And I, I texted him back. I was like, I think I know what the joke is. He's like, what? He's like, white people are the joke. <laughs> That's what we are. We're just a joke. The, the joke I'm about to tell you, it's, it's, a, it's a five out of ten. Okay. <laughs> You'll chuckle, but it's not one of those jokes that make you go, oh, shit. You know? it's, just, it's a good chuckle. But he makes me wait all day to tell me this joke at the end of the day. He Builds goes, you up. He goes, what can white people cook better than black people? Don't you dare. I go, what? And he goes, meth. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, that's the only fucking thing you guys can cook. And I was like, exact same thing. I was like, I mean, that was funny. Got me a little LOL out of me. But what's more funny is that's the best joke you got. Yeah. Out of all the jokes we've told each other. That one sucked. That one was the most middle grade one and that was your top <laughs> joke i was like it's a chuckleable one but it's not i'm not gonna go into some of the it's other like, oh jokes. yeah but it was uh, that was the joke i got after all it's day but what i was saying though is uh how you're talking about accountability um you know if you got that friend that is like how would you say a little too racist like if if you he's, actually he's, he's extra he's if too you, much I would say if you actually find some sincerity behind his shittiness, if it's not just comedic value mm-hmm. or dark sense of humor, whatever you want to call it, you know, if he, if he is that guy that literally would be like, you know, fuck that guy because he's Mexican or because he's black. Like, if he really has those thoughts sincerely, mm-hmm. you need to start letting that guy know that's not cool. Yeah. And whether that means you say, dude. Yeah, because you, you're now allowing it to yeah, happen. I mean we've had friends before that kind of cross that line. And I've had a friend, I'm like, dude, turn that shit down. That's mm-hmm. fucking stupid. You know, I've had friends where I'm just like, you know, they get drinking too much and they start getting a little white powery. And you're just like, <laughs> you're like, dude, okay, dude, just stop. That's enough. Like, this isn't a meeting. Take your hat off. Yeah. Like calm the fuck down, dude. Like, first of all, you're full of shit. Second of all, like, I don't know if you're just testing me to see where I am, but I'm going to let you know where I am. Yeah. Like, there's a line. And when you start getting serious and sincere about it, fuck off, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to hang around that shit. So Agreed. if you got a friend that's that way and he's, he's pushing that line or he's, he's starting to get a little too sincere with his jokes, you know, maybe tell him fucking tr- Like I'd had a friend that did that a lot. And it was funny because when he wasn't drinking, he was fine. No issues. But when he got drinking, all of a sudden he was, you know, pretty white powery. And it's like, dude, either be honest and if that's what you think, then fuck off. Mm. Or quit trying to act cool and turn that shit down. And you people should do that with their friends too. I mean, just a, a reality checks all it takes. 
And that friend, honestly, I mean, he turned his shit down because he was like, yeah, this is stupid. Like, I'm not sounding cool. I'm starting, I am sounding like a fucking douchebag. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you are. He's like, yeah. Yeah, you brought him back down. Yeah. Ground level. Recheck that shit. Well, and a lot of it is sometimes people hang around the wrong people. And he's he's probably around people too long that never put him in check. He was around people that were white powery thinking it was cool. Oh. You know, old ex-prison guys and shit who are stuck on that. And they won't let it go. Yeah. Like, I understand prison life is uncontrollable, really. But when you're out in the real world and you're still trying to divide everybody up in groups, just stop. It's old. Stupid. It's ignorant. It's fucking pathetic. Yes. And I think that's what people need. And and I that's what I hate about the whole theme of this, I guess, last podcast really was, head, <laughs> you know, headlines. Like, everybody needs to have it. You know, we need to be able to look at police and I also can't stand people who respect the blue line no matter what. Because if you can't look at when George Floyd got choked out and see at least a few issues, you're also ignorant. Because anybody, I don't care how hard you support the police, you can look at that and be like... There was still a mistake that was made. This was a mistake. That it. was a mistake. Something was a mistake. Like, you cannot look at that situation and go, 100% accident, uncontrollable. Yeah. No, that was controllable. I mean, maybe you disagree if it was like manslaughter, murder, or whatever. But everybody can, everybody I think should agree that that could have been handled better. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying, I mean, maybe George Floyd still would have died. He was on apparently a lot of drugs. He could have had a heart attack later. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the cop could have done a better job. That's the truth. And if those people that respect the blue line no matter what can't ever look at police and just say, nope, you did a shitty job. You fucked up then you're being ignorant as well. Yeah. Same with, you know, everybody, all of us. We all need to hold a little more accountability to our own, and we all need to also pay attention to the news we're trying to consume. Because like I said, if if you just take an article that says, Ye loves Hitler, you're like, fucking Nazi? Fuck that guy. Yeah, just when you just aimlessly scroll and you only read headlines... You're not getting the full picture. And even if you're going to click on an article that says, I love Hitler, and all it talks about is someone loving Hitler, you should probably dive into it a little bit more because they still didn't give you all the information on where this context came from. I mean, yeah, we see it all the time. I mean, look at Andrew Tate. That's a super huge controversy right Yeah, now. we talked a little bit about that because they kind of did the same where he, the internet was blowing him up incredibly. Well, look at Andrew Tate and listen to what he says. One minute he tells you men... Men need to be more responsible, more masculine. And the next minute he says, I own women. So you're like, but can you not deny the fact that men these days do need to grow up and be more masculine? Yeah. Yeah. You can't agree with everybody 100%. Exactly. But at the same time, when he was, when they were blowing him up on the internet, they did take like the same thing. They took headlines enough to arouse people to hate him, but never gave him the... um, the attention that you did to dive into the full backstory leading up to that quote. Yeah. I mean, when I think, I think I heard someone saying he was literally the most viewed person on TikTok and didn't even have a TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I listened to a few things he said and, um, on the Tim cast, they talked a lot about him and that's, that's kind of what they said. They brought it to my attention. That was, uh, you can't deny everything he says. Cause there's, He's one of those guys that says something really profound and then follows it up with something really stupid. Mm-hmm. But that does not negate the fact that he said something really profound. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's what I'm saying about Kanye is 
he says something profound and then something stupid, it doesn't mean he'd never said anything profound. It's Alex Jones all over again. It's Alex Jones arguing <laughs> with Alex Jones on his own show. Because look at Alex Jones. The guy says some wild, crazy, dumb shit. Yeah. But then the problem is sometimes you find out two or three of those wild, crazy, dumb things were 100% true, and you're like, oh, fuck. The crazy guy was right. But if you're smart, you got to realize he's not right 100% of the time. Yeah. You know, crazy people only think he's right 100% of the time. But, yeah, that's that's all I'm saying is, like, you see those those Kanye stories that he loves Hitler. It's like, he said that, yes, but there's a whole context behind it. And when he said, I love Hitler, he was saying it from a religious point of view, which says, as a, as a Christian, you're supposed to love everyone. Mm-hmm. And then he says, you have to, he said, you have to acknowledge that he did this. That was good. He created the microphone. He created interstate systems, highway systems. Yeah, he, he created a microphone that made people's careers. But I mean, yes, he, he was a very horrible person. And then I think that's where Kanye kind of fails is he, he at the flip side, he downplayed the horribleness a little. Yes. So it's like, no, you got to be honest. Did he do some good things? Maybe. I mean, I don't even know if he actually created the microphone. That's just what he said. That could be 100 percent wrong. But if he did, I mean, you have to give credit where credit's due, I guess. Um, but I guess more importantly, it's just. Watch your headlines, watch your accountability, make sure you're holding everyone accountable, whether it's you, your friends, your surroundings, the police, the news, hold everyone accountable and just stay true to the, true to yourself and make sure whatever that is, is a good, is a net positive. Do you got anything for us? Sorry, I was Googling trying to figure that out or not. Um, It says... Uh, I don't have time to read this, but we'll 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 I'll read more about it and follow it up because it's a lot. But we'll, we'll come back to it later. Yeah, <laughs> we'll but, do we'll do an update later. Yeah, fact checked. But we, I mean, we've we've talked about it. We've mentioned it a lot in this one. You know, just be accountable, hold your friends accountable, and just don't strive for perfection because what there's no such thing. Because what happens when you get there? Well, always strive for the next best momentum forward. I guess, as you could say, every what Kanye was trying to say is even bad people do good things. But we can also remember even good people can do bad things. Yes, that is very true. So keep that in mind when you're judging or grouping people together or whatever it is. And I guess to me, more importantly, keep in mind the news. This all started with me being pissed off that a news article took a three words out of a paragraph and made a quote in an article about it. Mm-hmm. Just remember guys, whether it's right wing news, left wing news, center news, they're all doing it. Yeah. It happens everywhere. So if you find something that grabs your attention and you take the time to read the article, take the time to do some back research too. That That's what I did. I, I read the whole article. I was like, God damn, that's fucking nuts. This guy loves Hitler. And then I watched the actual 20 minutes of the video and I go, not quite. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't love Hitler, but I'm also not a Christian who claims to love everybody. Yeah. Kanye is. And he, I think he was just trying to prove that he's a true Christian because he thinks true Christians have to love everyone. And he's also trying to call the fakes at the yeah. same time from the sounds of it. Yeah. He, I think he was doing too much at once. That's yeah. probably the biggest issue. <laughs> but no, I mean, just be careful, guys. More importantly, this whole podcast, if you take away anything, 
take away that even the best news might be shitty news and just to do back research. Yep. Agreed. If you have a friend that's being a little too racist, tell him to quit. Yeah. Cut that shit out. And if you can't, maybe you shouldn't be friends. I'm good. You good? I'm good. Yeah. So you got I anything guess you want to add? I feel like I, I talked a lot. You Well, yeah, this one was all <laughs> you. I was just listening because I didn't know much about it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, just to wrap things up, make sure we are following, liking and sharing the socials. Um, maybe you didn't like this episode or you did just let us know because how are we supposed to know what you like if you don't tell us? Especially if you don't tell us. Yeah. So got a DM box, fill it up. Your, your opinion matters. That way we might be able to sway, not sway. I don't want to produce more relevant content that you like. Yeah. And if this one came across a little ranty and you don't like rants, tell me you don't like rants. Yeah. Or maybe you liked what I said and tell me to say more because I, uh, I don't want to say I hold back, but I, I purposely don't rant sometimes. And I really feel like I could go on some good ones. You could probably do some episodes without me. Yeah, that is definitely true. Like if you guys had a mic in my truck sometimes. Not even my truck because I don't talk out loud, but in my head. <laughs> if you could just record some of the thought thought patterns my brain goes through sometimes you just be like holy shit you'd probably find some super profound shit and some super dumb shit so (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you guys like this let us know um we're definitely gonna try some some more stuff not so much ranting i think a lot there's a lot of ranting so you probably don't want to hear me rant too often we have some fun ideas being brainstormed and then just obviously with the diary of topics and guests in mind so there's always going to be something somewhat intriguing happening and entertaining we're also toying with uh i wouldn't say cancel culture we're not popular enough to get canceled but as you mentioned in the open of this episode we had uh we had pretty profound conversation right before that we didn't record that was fire as fuck yeah we had a a conversation behind the curtain so that needed like what you were saying a little bit of more of a structure that way it's just it's re- reciprocated the right way yeah not too ranty yeah but what i wanted to say though is we try to steer towards neutral ish content yeah like obviously the subject we were talking about before is very touchy it's highly uh i wouldn't say touchy i honestly think a lot of people would agree with what we were saying the majority of people, I think, would agree. Yeah. But it, what, it only takes one person to fall into the wrong hands, and it just well, they can explodes. Suck it. They can suck it. But yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you guys are interested in hearing those more high-profile subjects, let us know. Because we try to pick subjects that are, uh, I wouldn't say family-friendly. Well-rounded. Yeah, well-rounded. But there's definitely subjects we know. We talk about them on the job sites. We talk about them at work. Some more edgy stuff. Some super edgy stuff. And if that's the stuff you guys want to hear, let us know. Because we're, we're still figuring out our structure, our format, and working, you know, trying to figure out our audience. So we don't we don't want to just immediately push people off. Yeah. But if you want to surprise, we want to welcome everybody and then be like, surprise, motherfucker. Exactly. And see who's like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys think, if you've ever had that thought where you're like, why don't these guys talk about this? And then the immediate thought is they probably don't want to get canceled or shit. Tell us because like I said, I've there's a million subjects that intrigue us 
and some are more edgy than others. And we usually pick the middle edgy to less edgy topics because we don't want to, you know, turn people off the podcast. Yeah. But if, if you're getting turned off because we're not touching some of those edgy things, let us know. Maybe we'll start touching the edges a bit. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I was going for that. I was waiting for the dad joke in there. But yeah, guys, if you want us to hit those, those, uh, spicy subjects, tell us. We'll, we'll definitely, we definitely talk about them. We talked about them for an hour before we started this. So Fuck yeah. <laughs> it, it, if you had recorded it, it would have been either great or the Titanic. <laughs> so follow us on socials. Share our socials. Yep. Share the podcast. Talk about us. Whether you don't like Albert's beard or John just has a stupid voice, say something. We don't care. Yeah, we just want the attention, guys. (laughs) Somebody needs to write some shitty headlines about us. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. See ya.